This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. Man, I've got a good one for you. Look, there's one thing that's happening in real estate right now, and that's there, there's a division. <laughs> Surprise, there's a division. We're seeing one side go on one extreme and saying there is going to be a housing crash. There's the other side that's saying there's no way, there's no housing crash. We don't see it. In fact, real estate's going to continue to go up. I'm going to show you both sides, and then I'm going to show you the middle. I'm actually going to start with the middle. It was the Fed who was uh, Powell. He, Jerome Powell, he sat down yesterday and he did this one hour presentation, which I'm going to break down. I I watched the whole thing two times. I'm not going to take you through the whole thing. I want to take you through these little excerpts so you understand what he sees and then you understand what both extremes see. Then I'm going to give you some data in between because I want you to decide. I want you to see what other people are seeing, and then I want you to decide and be like, hey, you know, based on what you're telling me, this, this is what I believe, all right? But but just do me a favor. Throw your emotions out the door because they get in the way. Let's take a look at data and be real with each other. And that's, this is where we start. We don't know what's going to happen. We've never been here before. Everything into the future is an assumption. With that, let's go to what Powell said. I broke it down right here with you. What's up, Kevin? How you doing, buddy? All right, so the one thing that was very clear in all of Powell's message was that let's be quick in our response. And this one's really quick, I just wanna show it to you. He says, We therefore will need to be nimble in responding to incoming data and the evolving outlook. And we will strive to avoid adding uncertainty to what is already an extraordinarily challenging and uncertain time. So if we go with that theme and we realize that most people, here, let me go come back to the screen. Most people have a challenge being in a place where they don't know what's going to happen. So they make up things in their head. They start feeling things and they're like, whoa, based on what I'm seeing, you know, I can't deal with uncertainty. So I'm going to go ahead and do this, or I'm going to go ahead and predict something that doesn't yet exist. And that's the problem. Right. And, and the Fed knows this. It's like, damn, you know what? What do we do? We're dealing with inflation, right? Inflation that we kind of caused, right? And I'm going to show you an article on that really quick. Uh, I was looking it up and I'm like, wait a second, didn't we just cause all of this? And, you know, I can't find that one really quick. So I'm going to go back to Jerome Powell. Now, let's go to minute 29, just so you can see what he's saying in regards to unemployment, because I bring up unemployment. It's 2920, and let me share my screen with you, because he talks about housing too, and I don't know if you caught that. I haven't seen it anywhere, but he actually talks about the housing, not here, which I'll go to at the end, but this one's about unemployment. Here. You're right. In, in, the, in the SEP, we have unemployment going up to four point, the median is, is, uh, is 4.1%. There are, of course, a range of, of, uh, of actual forecasts, and I, I would characterize that if you if you were to get inflation down to you know, on its way down to 2% and the unemployment went up to, rate went up to 4.1%. That's still, a you know, historically low level. 
Now he's right about that. It is historically low at 4% even. And I'm going to show you right now exactly where we're at because I have it up. So right now we're at around 3.6. And if you take a look at unemployment, I'm going to zoom in right here so you can see the graph over the years. And even at what he's predicting to be at about 4% a year from now, that's still significantly lower. Look at all this. 4.5, 4.7, 4.8, 9, obviously 2008, right? Even when we start going down 7, 6, 5, 4.8, 4.3. Oh, there's 4.1, finally 4.0. But all of the previous years, it wasn't, it wasn't even at 4, 4.1. We're at 3.6 right now. So there's where unemployment is at. And I want you to pay attention to that because a lot of people are freaking out saying, hey, based on what's happening right now, look at look at what Redfin just did. Look at what look at what Compass just did. They're laying off people. It's true. Layoffs are happening and they're trying to get a hold of inflation. Now let's listen into what he has to say about housing, though, because this is where it gets interesting. And this is where I'm going to go to both extremes to show you what some people are saying, and I'm showing it to you. And then what other people are saying on both sides. Thank you, Sal. I appreciate that. What's up, Simon? How you doing, buddy? Now, let's go back here. I'm going to show you my screen again with Mr. Powell's presentation. It was an hour. I'm going to go over towards the end because housing, for some reason, was at the very end of this thing. And I'm going to put up the link on YouTube. It was minute 5340. Yeah, I'm just going to assume 5340 right there. There, he starts getting a question. I think it was from Bankrate, I believe. Here we go. Hey, Mr. Chairman, Mark Hamrick with Bankrate. Um, wonder what your assessment is about the outlook for the housing market given the uh, years-long increase in home prices and now the sharp rise in mortgage rates. And all that, of course, given the uh, heightened sensitivity around the housing market given the fact that it was a trigger for the great financial crisis over a decade ago. Thank you. Sure. So rates were, were very low. Um, it, it, a good place to start is that rates were very, very low for quite a while because of the pandemic and, the, and you know, the need to do everything we could to support the economy when unemployment was 14 percent and the true unemployment rate was, was well higher than that. So and that, you know, that was uh, rates are low and now, now they're coming back up to more normal or above levels. So. Um, in the meantime, while rates were low and while demand was really high, obviously demand for housing. Well, he says demand, guys. Pay attention to the demand part because that's, that's a very important piece to this, which I'm going to show you on the other end. And yes, rates were, were low. Now they're rising. That's the inflection point, which I'm going to show you on a graph as well. But let's go back to what he says now about housing as he ends this. This is at the very end. Housing change from wanting to live in urban areas to some extent to living in in single family homes in the suburbs and that right there i'm going to stop him right there because i want to show you something else it's true a lot of people were going to outside areas and this is why i love this article here by fortune magazine where he says hey there are 40 overvalued housing markets that could see 15 to 20 percent home price declines in a recession Right now, I think they're excessively high. Now I have to log into this to show you the whole thing. Give me one second as I log into this. And as you know, I'll put the PDF to this as well so that you guys can take a look at. Let me see if this is the one. Hopefully it is. Yeah, it is. All right. As we go into the bottom of this, you can take a look at the graphs here. The degree to which regional home prices are overvalued or undervalued 
according to Moody's. Now, what Powell is talking about is people were moving out of New York, out of the north, there, northeast, out of California and going into areas like Boise, Idaho. Look at the percentage there on this graph. What do we see there? Towards purple, towards pink, we have high overvalued areas, right? This is what he's talking about. This is what we need to pay attention to. Right now, look at these light purple areas. California is all okay for the most part. And believe it or not, so is a good portion of Florida because according to Moody's, they can sustain that growth. So it's important to pay attention to these areas, Austin, Dallas, Boise, Idaho, all these areas that are dark purple. That's what Powell's referring to. Now let's go back to Powell. Famously, and so the demand was just suddenly much higher. And uh, low, so we saw prices moving up very, very uh, strongly for the last couple of years. So that changes now, and rates have moved up. We're well aware that rate, mortgage rates have moved up a lot, and you're, you're, you know, you're seeing a changing housing market. We're watching it to see what will happen. How much will it really affect residential investment? So he's saying, how much will it affect? I'm going to go back just a few seconds because that part's important. Because now people are saying, well, you know, we're seeing the, this we're seeing interest rates go up. It's affecting the price of the homes. And I'm like, hold up. Not necessarily based on what we're seeing. And you'll see he'll say the same thing. Now I want to show you the extremes because there are people out there. And I'm going to show you this guy. You may know him. You may not. You may agree with him. I don't know. Um, I found him on the Internet. His name's Meet Kevin. And this guy, this guy thinks it's going to crash. So he sold his $20 million portfolio. Uh, listen to what he says. Absolutely zero tenants. That means we went from over $20 million in real estate to still having some real estate left, but no tenants. We're still in escrow on some properties and we've still got some properties under construction, but no tenants. Kind of feels weird to say, but don't worry. We'll be getting back to tenants very soon because that's how we made our first millions and highly encourage you getting into real estate as well because you can do the same thing. But I want you to see some of these charts. So let's pull up these charts here. This Now he's going through these charts. They're on Redfin. He's going to show you the percent of active listings and he's going to call it an inflection point. So watch this because then there's a point to this. First, we're going to look at Austin, Texas. Now, you might be saying to yourself, why are we looking at Austin, Texas? Well, Austin, Texas is where I'm first noticing an inflection point. They're the first ones to really have started showcasing an increase in inventory. When I started noticing them right here and inventory starting to increase, I'm like, uh-oh, Austin, which is by many accounts considered one of the best places to live, at least it's what magazines say, and uh, a lot of people are moving to Austin. People are like, oh, Austin's not going to slow down. It's boomtown. Well, I'm starting to notice an inflection point in Austin. Okay, now pay attention to what's really happening. He's about to say it. One of the big things I talk about in my courses on building your long-term wealth is paying attention to... Did you see that? He's just trying to sell you his course. That's it. He's a YouTuber with like almost 2 million followers. And he's saying, hey, I sold 20, 20 million of my properties because I think based on, based on his data, based on that inflection point, that real estate's going to tank. And this is the stuff that people are eating up right now. That's one extreme. Just watch out for people selling you crappy ass courses. Okay. It always pisses me off. Now pay attention to this next one. This one is Dave Ramsey. I showed it yesterday. I'm going to go to a specific time on, on this one. Here we go. A house. Cause if you're ready to buy a house, you need to buy now. All right. Here's how you know, if you're ready, you're out of debt. 
you have an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses, and you have a good, strong down payment. 20% is preferable because you avoid PMI. If you're a first-time home buyer, sometimes they only put down 5% or 10%. That's okay, but you're going to pay that stinking PMI. Get ready. Then when you buy, you buy on a 15-year fixed where the payment is no more than a fourth of your take-home pay. Well, I can't afford the house I like that's got the granite countertops. Then you can't afford that house. Hello. You need to buy a house you can afford that's a good, wise financial decision, and you need to buy now. House prices are not going down. House prices are going to go up every year for the next five For the next five years. Okay, now you have both extremes. One person saying, hey, I sold all of my stuff. The market's going to tank. Then you have the other extreme, Dave, saying, hey, 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 Everybody, you're not paying attention to what's really happening. It's actually supply and demand. And now when you pay attention to Powell, the Fed, he says, hold up, we're actually in the middle. What we're trying to do, and let's go back to Powell, what we're trying to do is actually stabilize the market so more, more first-time homebuyers can afford what's going to happen. And I'm talking about real estate being regional here, right? Because not... What's going to happen in one area is not going to happen in another. Do you remember 2008? Yes, some areas tanked and some areas had nothing, nothing moved. Nothing happened. It was like 2008 didn't exist in those areas. So pay attention to data because I've got some here more for you. So hold on. Let's, let's listen to Powell. Not really sure. Uh, what will, how much will it affect housing prices? You know, not really sure. It's, uh, I mean, obviously we're watching that quite carefully. You would think over time, I mean, so there's a, there's a tremendous amount of supply in the housing market of unfinished homes. And as those come online, whereas the, the, the supply of finished homes, the inventory of finished homes that are for sale is incredibly low. His incredibly low. That's what he said. Now, let me show you what that actually looks like here. This right here by Altos Research shows you this over here, 2015. A million one hundred and eighty thousand homes, right? Active homes, single-family residences, slowly going down. And oh, whoa, whoa, what happened? Wait, what? Where are we at? Right? We're over here at three hundred ninety-six thousand. That's what he's talking about, everybody. Pay attention to the numbers and don't let emotion get the best of you. Because if it does, look. <laughs> If things go up and down in a day, it's going to take you with it. We're trying, we're trying to take a look at a bigger picture here, right? A bigger picture to understand what's truly happening. And the truth is, even Powell doesn't know. He says, I don't know. I just know that. We have super low inventory. And if you can't afford something right now, don't. Just wait. What we're trying to do, he's saying what we're trying to do is get a hold of inflation so that things can go back to normal. In fact, he says, I hope that interest rates go down after, right? That's the key. This is what he's actually saying. Don't, don't make up stories in your head. I hate it when people make up stories, especially, you know, both sides of this. Dave Ramsey on the extreme that we're going to see prices, home prices go up for five years straight. Look, he doesn't know that. And then on the other side, me, Kevin says, I sold everything. I want you to sell everything too. It's like, take my course. No, pay attention. Don't be fooled so easily by all of these people. All right, now let's go back to Chairman Powell at the end here because that's the very end of this. And let's see what he's got to say. Historically low. So that it's still a very tight market. 
So prices may keep going up for a while, even in a world where rates are, are up. Did you hear that? Prices may be going up for a while. Who are you going to trust? The Fed? This guy with experience? Or some guy on YouTube or Instagram? So it's a complicated situation. We watch it very carefully. Um, you know, I, I would say if you're, if you're a home buyer, somebody or a young person looking to buy a home, you need a bit of a reset. We need to get back to a place where supply and demand are back together and where inflation is down low again and mortgages or mortgage rates are low again. So this will be a process whereby we ideally we do our work in a way that where the housing market settles in a new place and housing availability and credit availability are at appropriate levels. So thank you very much. That was the end of that. That's how we ended it. I don't know why they left the housing part till the very end. Thank God Bankrate asked a question about real estate. But he was very clear about where the market is, right? Tight, so tight on inventory, right? Even interest rates, he says, may not even damage the amount of prices that are going to continue to go up. So pay attention to the details. Don't let your emotions get the best of you. Where we are right now, guess what? We don't know what's going to happen. We just know one thing for sure. There is no housing crash and real estate is very regional. You saw where places are being said are overvalued. Pay attention to that, right? Pay attention to that and don't be carried away by all these people talking to you and saying, hey, I heard I heard all these foreclosures coming. I wonder are they coming out? I heard there's a housing crash. I heard there's a bubble. No, sorry. Mm, no, it doesn't exist. Not in the world we live in right now. Can it all change? Of course it can change. But right now, it doesn't exist. I'll probably see you tomorrow. Have an awesome day. And look, share this, all of these links, so you can watch it, so you can read it. All of these things will be on the YouTube description section. So follow me there. I'm not selling you gold or courses. Have an awesome day.